and welcome to the Financial Fox, Finance, Investment and Crypto with a Twist. Today I am so excited because I have Sebastien Bourget, CEO and co-founder of The Sandbox, the virtual metaverse where players can build, own and monetize their assets and gaming experiences on the blockchain. I had Sebastien on the show last year and... Uh, it was an interesting interview, but many things have happened since then. Many new developments, and also there is a rush into the metaverse from brands, and uh, I would say for everybody. So let's try to find out what they have been up to at the Sandbox. Just a quick one before we go into the interview. All the content here is for informational purposes only, so there is no financial advice and any kind of investment that you want to make in cryptocurrency, you need to do your own research and also take in consideration all the risks related with that. But let's get into the interview. Hey, Sebastian, how are you? Very well, thank you. It's so great to have you back on the show because we talked last year when uh, the metaverse just started, you know, to um, create uh, interest. And, uh, you know, we have gone so far in just a year that I'm so curious to understand what has been happening at the Sandbox. Well, so much has been happening over a year at the Sandbox. Um, I believe one of the largest moments has been towards the end of the year following the renaming of Facebook as Meta. Then that attracted a lot of interest uh, from the general media, from users about the metaverse. That was combined with an increase of interest into virtual real estate uh, and NFTs. NFTs that have a, a real utility behind to developing content experience. We've had our Series B uh, announcement in November, last November, a $93 million raised uh, led by SoftBank. And we launched the first alpha season in December. Fast forwarding to 2022, we've also announced a, a number of like large brand and partners from such as Adidas in lifestyle, uh, such as like Ubisoft in gaming or Warner Music Group in music. And we've uh, launched already a second season uh, of uh, the Sandbox. So Sandbox was open and available to everyone uh, the month of March. We had more than 350,000 players and inter interacting with 35 experience, uh, visiting the Snoop Dogg Mansion, visiting uh, the, the Hong Kong Central Ferry Piers with the South China Morning Post or listening to exclusive music from Blondish into our uh, club XYZ. And we've continued to grow uh, in terms of um, the number of users. First of all, we have more than 2.5 million registered users with a wallet. Um, and also in terms of landowners, since our community now counts more than 20,000 landowners, uh, always with a very global um, distributed audience uh, with U.S. leading, followed very closely by Korea, China, Japan. Just this week, we announced a great list of extra partners who are entering uh, the sandbox with the launch of Megacity 2, uh, such as like uh, Ocean Park, Tetler uh, Asia, um, HSBC has been announced, PwC Hong Kong has been announced as well, and we're bringing Mad World or even Standard Chartered Bank. So always 
every single week, there's a lot of things happening at Sandbox. And the exciting thing is like, we have this unique chance to redefine, to create a new form of entertainment through NFT, through the fact that our users, our creators are truly owning the content they make, the 3D asset or the game experiences, can publish the content on their land and make it accessible toward an audience and in the future govern that world that they contribute to build um, and that can generate a revenue for them. And that form of entertainment, Sandbox started as gaming. I think Sandbox two years ago was really seen as like user-generated content and gaming. Today, Sandbox can be seen still as user-generated content. It's a great part of our ecosystem and our community, but also like gearing toward a new form of entertainment that's expanding from gaming to fashion, lifestyle, music, um, virtual concerts, uh, of course, real estate and gaming. So, Sebastian, do you see the metaverse as the next uh, social media platform? I, I do see the metaverse as really the place where users can interact, can socialize and can engage more deeply with each other and, and in more immersive ways. Um, the metaverse, basically the open metaverse, the web-free based metaverse where users truly own their data, their identity through an avatar, truly own their digital asset and can transfer it to other users, can sell it to other users, not just on the, on the platform or the, the game where they created the content or they earned the content, but anywhere else, is for me the next disruption of internet. And that's a disruption that is really user-centric. It's putting user first, it's putting it's community-driven. So we want to create an internet that's uh, allowing users to find new ways of expressing themselves with their avatar, connecting with others, no matter where they are, and also own the value that they contribute to bring as they build um, that world or that they engage and they bring life by being present and making each experience unique. How do you deal with the barrier of entry? I mean, there is uh, people, they understand the crypto is still a small niche. The one they've got MetaMask, the one, you know, they send stuff via wallet. How you, what's your strategy to onboard, um, you know, the, the, the normal person, the person that is not a techie and uh, he doesn't know anything about crypto? The strategy is, so far, Sandbox has been uh, one of the largest uh, contributors to bring new people who never had crypto before into uh, blockchain, into having a wallet, into blockchain NFT, and the possibilities offered by the metaverse. More than half of our audience created a wallet through Bitski, through Vendi, just with an email, just with a social login, and now truly own their asset and, and understand the benefit of it. So that's the first step, like having a platform that's fun, that brings a lot of cool brand and entertainment, becoming somehow this virtual Manhattan, the place that never sleeps, the place where there's always something cool to do uh, for your avatar and that you can engage, interact, socialize with all the best community, best artists, top content, etc. That's somehow what we're aiming to be. And by bringing on those brands or celebrities or artists like Snoop Dogg, like Blondish, like Steve Aoki, like uh, The Walking Dead, just as to give a few examples, we're ultimately reaching out to their fans. We're adding value. We're offering them new ways to 
engage, to interact with your favorite brand, being more close, uh, more close, close to uh, the, the brand, and also having finally that possibility uh, to leverage their creativity through the very accessible user-generated content tools such as VoxEdit or 3D Editor or GameMaker, the no-code program that uh, allows them to actually expand the universe of the brand, like mix official content from one brand with another, remix them and publish their own experience on their land, participating, contributing very actively to defining what this brand means in the metaverse. So we are seeing, obviously, you just mentioned many brands, they are coming to Sandbox and to the metaverse, and they are doing like test and learn. So they are experimenting and they are learning. You are working closely with them. So where do you see, what can you see the opportunities for brand to reinvent themselves in the metaverse? We think like the metaverse is really the best chance for them to take risk to reinvent like you said themselves into a new way like essentially never trying just to copycat what they are already doing in the physical world and bring a virtual version of it but really to think through like what are our true values and and how do we embrace this community that's web free aware those nft culture related communities and few things like first is like try to provide value to your users. Use NFTs to engage a community and give them value, exclusive access to content, to experience, um, to VIP concerts, to virtual shows, etc. Rather than extracting value. So Web2 is actually very transactional now. It's very commerce related. I don't mean the metaverse will not have retail, commerce, etc. Actually, the metaverse will have all the activities of the real world, including dating, socializing, shopping, working, playing, expanded through technology. But I think we can we have the chance to focus first on the experience and the value we give to our users rather than just trying to monetize them for the short term. So think of it as an engagement platform, first of all, an experience platform, secondly. Embrace user-generated content, like people want to create with your brand. They want to remix, to view content, to build their own story, their own adventure, to develop the universe. And well, many of them are very talented. You'll always be surprised by the talent of user-generated content. So Metaverse is an option to actually not only get them to create, but to reward through the true ownership for the content they are going to create and the time they're going to spend with your brand rather than with another brand. Uh, and finally, I would say my last suggestion, I have many, but briefly speaking, um, embrace the NFT culture. So do not just do something for your own community, but also work with other existing communities in Web3 to like support each other and to like just like your fan are probably fan of many other brands in the real world in the metaverse they want to be able to wear and represent their fandom across all those brands and potentially be creative and bring them all together into their own land that's what we're doing in sandbox we're creating this huge medley of brands that become virtual neighbors one to another on the map. So it starts on the map and it expands creatively 
within the game itself. And obviously, you know, we started with the concept of play to earn, but now we are going into where to earn, learn to earn, build to earn. So there are different uh, ways that actually users can make money. Do you see the play to earn model still the prominent or do you see any others taking, uh, taking over or developing faster right now? I think like what's interesting, play to earn is a still a very nascent model. We've seen the first iteration of it where you were repeating always the same action to earn tokens and rewards. It kind of became boring because it felt like it's not developing a lot of skills, but only one very unique set kind of skill. The metaverse on the opposite has this capability to offer a greater, probably the greatest choice ever of activities that users can engage with. With my avatar, I enter sandbox, I can actually spend time playing with others, socializing, dancing, chatting, creating, but also learning, educating myself, maybe uh, through the different partnership we have, um, proving my engagement through, I don't know, participating into a time-based challenge, into running sport challenge, uh, um, etc. Like the creativity behind and the diversity is actually the core of the metaverse. You get reward, rewarded for the time you spend being present, but you have the greatest choice of where you will spend it. And communities brand might compete for user attention or to offering them more original, innovative ways to reward them for their engagement. That's great because that's bringing a lot of innovation in the space, the kind of innovation we haven't seen before for a long time. Yeah, and it's very refreshing. One of the things that I'm really thinking that is going to become more and more relevant in the metaverse is digital identities because, yes, we have got NFT, so you're on your assets, but with regulation coming in, especially in DeFi, KYC of people, like it looks like the digital identity is the next big focus for the metaverse. Do you agree with that? And are you perhaps looking at some kind of implementation in the sandbox to reflect this, uh, um, the importance of digital identity? I absolutely agree. Like to me, like this notion of avatars becoming our digital identity and even identities, since you can own multiple avatars, is, is really uh, disruptive. It's first disruptive because it provides more equal chances towards opportunity. Since uh, we get to pick how we look and what's our nickname, basically those two factors, rather than, I don't know, like many parameters that define who we are as human beings, like our DNA, our parent, our social origin, the education we've received, we, we, are, we get to start fresh with that identity and we can prove our value to the communities in the metaverse through actually, well, the, the real contribution we are making by being present, by engaging with other users, by entertaining them or by creating. That's, that's, that's I think, much better. And it doesn't matter where, which country you're from, your origin and so on. We also define our identity through like how we look and which NFT we own. So uh, the aesthetic, like how this unique outfit making you standing out will create your first social connection because it will capture maybe other people's attention. 
And which NFT you own, the history of who their creator, when you bought it, who you bought it from, can tell a little bit more about your personality, which event you've been uh, attending, which airdrop or which collection drops you've been uh, uh, buying from, and which artist, which creator you are actually following and owns your NFT. So somehow we can see your identity being at the intersection of all those smaller communities um, in the metaverse and the metaverse being this myriad of uh, smaller communities of few hundred to few thousand, 10,000 maybe uh, NFT holders that will intersect on certain common interests through NFTs, all of that on chain. Yeah, that's uh, exactly. That's uh, it's going to be interesting to see what's happened now. The last question is a bit of a challenge, uh, even for uh, for metaverses, is interoperability. So I would like to understand how the sandbox is approaching, uh, you know, embracing other chain that is not just Ethereum or Polygon. That's a great question. First, I'd like to say that we've put a lot of importance around interoperability. That feature that enables any NFT holder to use the NFT in other applications, a decentralized application, is one of the greatest showcase of the possibility of like why it matters to own my assets, because I can potentially use them and have extra benefit, extra utilities uh, outside of the main application, main game it was created from. At Sandbox, we've been working actually to bring life to external NFTs, displaying them, playing with them through our no-code game maker, or even turning 2D profile pictures NFT, one of the largest categories of NFTs, into 3D playable characters, um, becoming your avatar, your identity, and featuring more than 70 animations that you can use to jump, run, fight, swim, uh, etc. We did that with the World of Women collection. That was the first interoperable collection of 10,000 avatars around women and became playable into Sandbox. We did that with the Doggies as well, an NFT collection from Snoop Dogg. And we want to provide all the tooling that we've developed to enable any web-free community which done the same to turn those NFTs into 3D characters, keeping only one NFT and their community, their owners, benefiting from it. And for the question around the other chains, um, so we started on Ethereum, uh, Polygon, and we're looking at, broadly speaking, at any EVM-compatible uh, blockchain. But ultimately, we've seen already some partners like Dogami, which uh, are doing as well, um, bringing a bridge from Tezos to Ethereum. Ultimately, we just need to prove you are the owner of an NFT on a certain blockchain to offer you utility on your sandbox account and identity. So uh, if there is the content, if there is a community and it makes sense, I think we would definitely want to look at and help you to build that interoperability within Sandbox. Wow, that's uh, very exciting. And I think it's a great message for any project working there that is not uh, on Ethereum or Polygon. Listen, Sebastian, thank you so much for being on the show. And uh, anybody that wants to get in touch with you, I know you are a very busy man, but everybody that wants to try the Sandbox, where should they go to get all the information? 
Uh, we have a fantastic community over Discord. Uh, you can join sandbox.game, our website, have access to various tutorials, uh, guide and resource to get onboarded. Um, so don't hesitate, just sandbox.game and, and you'll be able to find us. Thank you so much.